Um, so uh, let's read these two verses. I, I'm not going to do the whole chapter, just these two verses. Um, I just want to really talk to you about the mind. The mind. And uh, let's, let's read these two verses. Are you ready for the word? Now you can read it from the screen, but as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Now it says, but, at, is it, but as it is written. So um, Paul quotes the Old Testament. So I'm going to take you back to Isaiah um, the 64th chapter in the fourth verse. Now this is where Paul gets that um, ninth verse from. Uh, read Isaiah. Let's read that together again. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God beside you who acts for the one who waits for him. Okay. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man. Human eye has not seen. Human ear has not heard. Nor have it entered into the human heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us not by human intellect, but by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So the spirit knows about God, and the spirit knows, and because the spirit knows, we have the Holy Ghost, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us in this world. And he, the Holy Ghost, is the one that reveals those things to God, uh, to us from God. Um, so say with me, um, the mind to live. The mind to live. I want to talk to you about the, the mind. So. Um, if coming out of this consecration that we were on in January, um, one of the important lessons learned or a spiritual takeaway, if you would, would be that all saints would decree the word of the Lord and pray the word of God in their lives. I think that's something we dwelled on. Uh, Decreeing the word, praying the word, that means living by the word. The word of God is our authority in all manners. So if we would decree the word in our lives and then start praying the word, God understands his language. His language is the word of God. And it is for the purpose of establishment 
and the abundant life in Christ. Can you all hear me? So for the purpose of being established in God, uh, being established um, um, in Christ um, and living by the word. Um, anybody determined to live by the word? I want to live by the word of God. So, so I am convinced as we study the word that the more we understand who God is and how great and powerful he is, that it would loose all human boundaries from God to allow God to be not just the God of the Bible, but the same God in our lives. So in other words, what God did in the word, he can do in our lives. Say amen. Every example we see in the word of God, that he can manifest that in our lives. Say amen. So, God is the same God of the Bible, and we want that to be manifested in our lives. So, that what was, he is. And that what he is, he will be. So, what he was, he is. And what he is, he will be. Say that with me. What he was, he is. And what he is, he will be. That means God never changes, correct? He, he, never, he never gets old. He, he, never, he never slows down. He is, not, he is not this Hollywood God with a beard sitting on the throne old. He is not old. He is not young. He is from everlasting to everlasting. Everybody understand that? He, he is not diminished like a battery. He is as powerful as he has always been. Are you hearing me? So, um, uh, he, because of that, that all human boundaries from God is leashed or unloosed to allow God to be what he is. And there is no limit to what God can do. The believers say amen. So we decree the word of God over our life. Isaiah 55 and 10, it reads, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Somebody else say hallelujah for that one. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. Uh, so, so God says, just as the rain comes down and waters the grass and, and, and gives uh, nourishment to the seed 
and that seed grow, my word will come to your life and it will accomplish what I please, what God pleases. Are you hearing me? So God's word will not return void. Come on, say that with me. God's word will not return void. I'm just kind of doing a review of what we talked about um, in, in January. Then we're going to get to our uh, text. So it is up to the saints of God to live in the way and the readiness to speak the word and be ready to live and act in faith on that word. Speak it, decree it, and act on it. Speak it, decree it, and walk in faith on it. Speak it, decree it. Come on, say, speak it, decree it. So, so there is no limit to God. And, and, and watch what the human mind will do if it's not renewed. Because as soon as you try to bring God into our minds, we, we diminished him. Now, 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 this is amazing. Maybe you all never thought about this, but you all remember the, the story of Moses and the children of Israel in the wilderness, and Moses goes up to uh, the mountain, and then they were waiting on Moses. He took 40 days. They were wondering, where's Moses? Um, you know, he, he may not come back. We don't know where Moses. And they convinced Aaron, now listen at this clearly, they convinced Aaron to make a golden calf. Now think about that. I, I thought about that when I was reading something. Um, and, and the point was, isn't it amazing how uh, the, the world thinks? Now God had just delivered them over the Red Sea. They were on the other side. They... They saw the plagues. They saw God feed them. And then when they go, when Moses goes away, they said, make us a golden calf. Now, Elder Boyd, now if God is so great, shouldn't they have said, make us a golden cow? Make us a golden bull? A baby? Really? The God that brought you over, they, they make this golden calf, calf, not a full-grown cow, golden calf, and said, uh, overlaid it with gold, and they said, this is the God that brought us over. Now, they literally diminished their conception and their mind about God to a baby. A golden calf. Not, not, not a full-grown uh, uh, something big, a baby. And, and here is, I mean, not even a lion, not a tiger, something ferocious. No, a calf. And, and that's a representation of the human mind when it comes to God. Satan... Uh, will always try to get us to diminish who God is. Are you hearing me? 
Satan will always get our minds bigger than the God we serve. So they didn't want anything more powerful than them. They wanted something they could control. I can't handle a bull, but I can tame a calf. Make us a golden calf. In other words, when men create their own gods, it's always good for nothing. Satan's mocking evil intent, the false images of his deceptive worship, will always minimize God's reality and limit man's ability. Did you all hear that? Satan would always get us to minimize God's reality and limit man's ability. The, the, the calf is our God. Don't limit God or don't minimize God's reality. And then we as believers are not limited to what God can do. We are unleashed. There is no limit. So in other words, now unto him who was able to do what? Exceedingly, above all, then we can ask or think. Did you all really get that? that? That is the greatest freedom the believer can ever experience, that with God, all things are possible. Are you hearing me? Are you really hearing me? So one of our biggest challenges in our human minds is to accept God for who he is. The reality of this life is that all of us, absolutely all of us, with no exception, has been tainted or corrupted in our thinking. All of us. I don't want to offend you, but me included. All of us have been corrupted and tainted in our thinking. We have been shaped in sin, uh, or David puts it like this in Psalm 51 and 5. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. But that's not all that we have been uh, influenced or corrupted by or tainted. Uh, we, we look at things through the lens of our family. We look at things through the lens of our culture and our environment. We look at things through the lens of our experiences. So, so think about that. You, you put in how you were raised, family, uh, culture, environment, what's going on around you, uh, the experiences. Um, all of that is going on in the mind at the same time. So therefore, your view is tainted because all of these ingredients make up our interpretations of life and then it fuels our decisions. 
Are you with me? So when a person comes to Christ, that person needs to begin rethinking life. Hello, somebody. Rethinking life. This is both a challenge and a privilege. God has given you through Jesus Christ to have a spiritual and abundant viewpoint on life. If you are saved, sin and death is not your destiny. Can, can, I, can I just put that and press that home? If you are saved, sin and death is not your destiny. In Christ, your destiny is life, everlasting life, but also the life more abundantly according to Jesus Christ. So, so um, we have to rethink our life. Romans says, renew the mind. Are you hearing me? Because the mind is corrupted. The mind doesn't think right. That's why the Bible says, any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. You got to think differently. You got to have a different perception because you have been tainted. Are you hearing me? Now don't look at me funny. I'm just, that's just the way it is. Family, culture, environment, experiences. That culture comes with media, TV, uh, uh, what you read, radio, all of that. You have, have, you have a shaped thinking that you have to rethink your life in Christ or rethink and be influenced by the word of God. Are you hearing me? Well, uh, Jesus says something so profound, but many would say it's simple and common. Now, now look at this, because if my life is, if my, if my life or if my destiny in this life is to have life more abundantly and to have eternal life, Jesus says something profound, but it's common and simple. John 10 and 10. The thief does not come except to what? Steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, that's profound, but it sounds common and simple. You can quote that. You don't even get uh, a rush when you say it because you've heard it so much. But watch this. Why is this scripture so profound? Because everything you do or everything you accomplish can only be done if you're living. Think about that. Nothing can be done if you're dead. Amen? You accomplish nothing in death. You accomplish, you, you set your legacy, what you do when you are living. So if you are dead, you cease to exist. And you cannot do anything if you are not here to do it. We agree? 
So we will all agree that life is the most important thing down here on this earth. Say amen. You say, well, living right. Well, how can you live right if you're not living? Everything you accomplish must be done in life. Amen? So life is very important. Amen? Y'all scared to say amen? Jesus said that I come. First he said, devil, Satan, he wants to kill you, destroy you. If you didn't know that, if the devil had his way, you'd be dead. If, if the devil had his way, uh, none of us wouldn't have got here to be saved. If the devil had his way, he would have killed us in the world. But, so Jesus declares that the devil doesn't mean you any good. Isn't that amazing? You can sometimes, as a parent, you can have discernment and say, you know, that, that, that guy ain't no good. That, that woman ain't no good. And, and the child can't see it because they all in the moment. He cute. She cute. Oh, yeah, that, that, oh, yeah, that, that means that, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, well, you, you know. <laughs> they make me feel good. So here are the limited limits of your mind, and, and we can see beyond that. Okay? Now, you know, if some of us say, if I had to listen to mom, if I had to listen to dad, if I, if I, if I just listen, I wouldn't have been, you know. But, but sometimes uh, our limited minds, kids want what they want. Kaylee, she, you know, people say, I never say, I never say terrible to you, but that, that's, some of y'all say that. I don't, I ain't going to put that curse on my child, my granddaughter. But she's into this way now that when she don't get her way, she has to let you know it. So you say no, then she'll go over to the couch and she'll hit it. <laughs> or, or you say no, then she'll get this look like that. And then she'll make herself cry. In other words, she's expressing her feelings. Oh, heaven forbid, she got to, she got to fall out. And, and you, know, you know, yesterday I was like, we were trying to cook. We were trying to keep her away from the stove. So I said, go in the back room and stay. Don't come out. Then she tried, she tried me. I had to, had to hit the little bottom. Uh, and she going to get a real big attitude. And, and then she go over to the, to the couch and she hits it. Like that. Yeah, hit the couch. Don't hit me. Hit, that, that's a good thing to hit. Because you hit me, it's on. But yeah, hit the couch. <laughs> but she got she to gotta, she gotta hit something. Some people grow up still doing that same mentality. Somebody make you mad. I, I got to do something to let you know. <laughs> See how the mind works. And, but the profound thing is that life is very important. So, so listen, I, I really want you to get this because it's going to be talking about the mind. So, so life is important. And Jesus said, I came to give you life and then give it to you in an abundant way. So 
I can conclude saints should not be living in a just barely making it mentality. That's a mindset. It's a mindset. My dad used to say something, and he was trying to help me with money. And he would say, he said, you know, isn't it amazing that they, at the time, I think there was a 75% of NFL players, 10 years after they retire, they go bankrupt. Now that was, that was something that I don't know what the statistic is now. But what he was saying is, and he would just say, he said, it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you don't have the right mind, you'll still be broke. So people say, all I need is a little bit more money. No, all you need is to change your mind on how you deal with money. And he would say it, he said, he said, you make a million, you spend a million, you're still broke. So it's a mindset. Are you hearing me? So, so we have to get out of this, uh, I'm just barely making it mentality. Get out of this, uh, I've got to spend every dime I, I, I see. Get out of this, um, 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 I've, I've, got to, I've got to please myself and I've got to do things the world wants me to do just to fit in. When, when have you ever heard God say fit in? So, 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 so in our minds, that's where the struggle is. Uh, uh, Mark, I don't know um, what that that person was in our in the album you uh, brought out. Um, um, she was talking, and I forgot what she was, but she said something I never forgot it. She said, "There's something that God wants to do, wants you to do before you die. Live." Who was that? Apostle G. She said, "There's something that God wants you to do before you die. Live." Come on, say that. There's something that God wants me to do before I die, live. And one of our biggest hindrances to living right and living abundantly is our mind. The mind. People are defeated in their mind. People won't try because of their mind. And that mind comes from experiences, family uh, circumstances. All of that produces a mindset. A mindset. It could be a defeated mind. It could be a sick mind, not physically, but, but uh, a sick mind will initiate damaging decisions. And, and the decisions are the manifestations of your thoughts. So our thoughts are in our minds, our thoughts become our reality, good or bad. 
And many times, and even after we get saved, our minds need to be cleansed. The mind needs to go through a renewal process because it was shaped by so many other influences. Growing up, it was not just the Bible that fed your mind. And for some of you, the Bible never fed your mind. But it was not just uh, the Bible, it was family or the lack of family. It was environment. What I mean by that, media, TV, radio, reading, experience. Uh, it was education or the lack of education. It was trauma. Things that, things that you've gone through that uh, sometimes even, why, why did I even have to go through that? Why, why would, why, why did that have to happen to me? And, and because of that, it, it fuels decisions. It fuels decisions. Someone told me, a uh, psychologist said, uh, people who have gone through bad relationships, they get a mindset, and then they bring that mindset into another relationship. So sometimes relationships can't be right because of the mindset going in. And Romans 12 and 2 says it so clearly to saints, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? Do you see where it says renewing? That means constantly. Constantly. Constantly, I am reshaping and rethinking how I, my thought process. Come on, say renewing. I'm always filtering my mindset through the word of God. If you don't filter your mindset through the word of God, you'll come up with your own doctrine and philosophy, and nine times out of ten, it won't line up to the word of God. You ever, you ever done this? Uh, you ever been so warped in your mind, you come into a room and, and people stop talking, you'd be like, They talking about me. They, they, ain't even, they ain't even call your name. But, but your mind decided that their body expression, the lower tone, they talking, maybe they don't want to hear, they don't want you to hear what they're talking about. But but it is that mindset that gives suspicion and insecurity. Are you hearing me? It is so important that when you come to Christ, I've got to get going through here, that you have to be reshaped in your thinking by the word of God. Now watch this. Word of God, church, other believers, prayer life, preaching and teaching and, and, and staying away from that old environment. All of that is a renewing process. Are you hearing me? If I don't get around the right 
thinking about God, I'll have the wrong thinking about God. So when people say, you know what, I'm saved, but I just, I just stay at home by myself, then you're back in the, you're not by yourself because you got the media, you got your friends, you got your family. You ain't by yourself. So in other words, your, your mind will never be reshaped to think about the goodness of God because you're not in the right environment. So I've got to know that if I'm going to think differently, I need different influences. Come on, say, if I'm going to think differently, I need different influences. How are you going to have a sinner tell you about God? And then you listen to it because it makes sense in your mind or that's your friend. No, I, I need somebody that, that's been living right to tell me how to live right. I need somebody that, that's, you know, it's, it's kind of like people ain't been to church 40 years and they got, a, they got a definition on church. No, I'm qualified to talk about church because I've always been here. Don't someone who don't ever come, you know, it's like have a philosophy on church. That don't even make sense to me. Amen. So, a brand new thinking. So, every believer is called to live a life that is abundant. If you had this mentality, uh, and, and, and we can take a scripture and twist it around to make it, uh, uh, make it uh, pliable to our palate or make it tasteable, you know, that, you know, man born of a woman is but a few days and full of trouble and we'll live right there. That my thinking to life is to live full of trouble. That is an incomplete statement. I'm going to say incomplete. What it's saying is uh, in this life you're going to have some flat tires. In this life you're going to have some bad news. But you don't have to struggle with that because we have a refuge. Come on say you got a refuge. And, and, and when you apply the word of God and then you live by the word, you should not have a mentality of struggle. I was looking at some trends in, in my family, looking at some things that have gone, and I was praying against it because uh, it was not lining up with the word of God. Now listen at me carefully. There are some, some trends or some things that... that that may come up in your family, and some would say, this is how I am. If it's not going by the word of God, you've got to renounce even those trends. Are you hearing me? You've got to have faith to believe that, no, not in this generation. Well, it, grandma had, may have done it, grandpa may have done it, but, 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 but it ain't going to come down no more. And you've got to, you've got to stand on that word and then pray the word back to get it cut off from your thinking. The Bible says, as a man thinketh. I'm going to just look at somebody and say, the Lord wants you to think right. Think right. 
So God has the abundant life. The abundant life is always about moving forward. Come on, the, the abundant life is about moving forward. I want you to get that. Come on, say the abundant life is moving forward. Well, look at Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Now this, this is another profound, something that's been common and simple. It's profound. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press. Now this is for that mentality, because there's a, there's a modern mentality I never heard before in church. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. I, I, I'm so sick of hearing that. We're not, you know what perfection means in the Bible? It does not mean flawless. It means mature and complete. And, and then people would always say, you know, we, we, all, we all sin, we, we all make mistakes. That is not what this saying. He is saying, not that I have obtained, not that I'm there, but I'm on my way. And I can submit to you that a person with a we-make-mistake mentality will sin and fall because that's what you think you're going to do. Not that you're flawless, but I'm complete in Christ. In other words, God has given me everything I need to be successful. Did I lose you all? Ye are complete in him. And ye has he quickened. Now, you know, when we were, when we were young and didn't know, John, we would say quickened means, you know, <laughs> we would say, that's quickened. Oh, oh, Jesus. And we would say, when the Lord quickened you, that's not what the scripture, you know what quickened means? Made alive. So you were dead in sin, but he has made you alive. You know, it has nothing to do with getting quickening. That's not quickening. That may feeling a touch or feeling emotional. But, but quicken in the Bible means you've been made alive. I'm alive in Christ. So because I'm alive, I'm moving Forward. Come on, say, my mindset should be moving forward. Are you all hearing me? When you look at me next year, look up. Because I won't be at the same level. I'm, I'm moving forward. Come on, say, I'm moving forward. I ain't, I ain't there, but I'm on my way. We shouldn't be saying, just go down, we, we, we ain't perfect, we, we bound to sin, then guess what? <laughs> You're going to be what you are. Not that I did everything right, but it is my intentions to do right. 
Not that I don't stumble, but it is my intentions to walk upright. And it's a different mindset. I don't, I don't go, we didn't go into marriage saying, you know, if it don't work out, you just defeated yourself. The mindset is divorce is not an option. And, and okay, this is going to shock you. I get on my wife's nerves every now and then. I know y'all shocked. Some of y'all fell out the seat when I said that. Bill, I know you fell out the seat. I know that's going to shock you. I get on my wife's nerves. Here's, my, here's another shocker. She get on mine sometimes. Now, <laughs> now that's not, that's not a defeated mind. It's, it's a mindset that we're going to work it out. There, there are times that come up that are going to be some rough times, but divorce is not an option. Are you hearing me? So the, so the mindset can be defeated before something even happens. Are you hearing me? So watch this. Watch this. So many in the church today have lowered their vision and are trying just to hang on until Jesus comes. So many are trying just to survive and are moping and hoping the Antichrist won't put the mark of the beast on them. Many saints are so defeated that they wish Jesus would come tonight. They have no vision for tomorrow. They're like prisoners waiting for an escape. They, 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 they don't even know how to live abundantly. Problems can, can weigh you down. And, and, and I remember feeling a little overwhelmed even um, in, uh, in consecration. And I was thinking about that and thinking about that and thinking about that. And, that, and someone caught me about that. I was feeling really weighed down. And... And I really had to get on my knees and pray the heaviness off. See, see, it is not that saints don't go through problems. It is that we have a refuge. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me. Not, not, see how the psalmist said, lead me to the rock? That means I can be so stressed that someone's got to lead me. Get, get on your knees, baby. Come on, we're going to pray this off. Sometimes you bring, I bring my wife some news, and she'll just start saying, Father, in the name of Jesus. Or, or one of the kids will call. She don't ask questions. She'll say, Mom, so-and-so and so. She'll just start saying, Father, in the name of you. In other words, don't think. Don't try to figure it out. Just pray. You got Bible? Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, pray. And a lot of times, we want to we wanna philosophize it, we want to think about it, we want to strategize, 
then pray. You got so much going on in your head, you can't even pray right. Hallelujah. God gave us life. God came down as Jesus to live life as a man. I want to share something with you that you don't hear. Uh, um, and, and I say it too because I'm, you know, God is holy. God is righteous. But you know the essence of God is life. His nature is holiness and righteousness, and that's what we dwell on. But do you know the essence of God is life? This might be revelatory to some, but, but think about it. We, we focus on his righteousness, and we focus on his holiness. We focus on his love. We focus on his peace. We don't focus on life. Do you not know that we are given our reward for salvation is eternal, not eternal holiness, not eternal love, not eternal peace, but eternal life. Think about that. God sent Jesus down here to live life as a man. The destiny and reward for living saved is eternal life. All the blessings of God come in our life when we are living. All of our miracles from God come in our lifetime. What we do for God is done in this life. God is holy. He is also self-existing. That means God lives by his own self. In him is life. You got Bible? Yeah, when we, I'm getting ready to close. When we were formed and shaped as a man, the Bible says, and God breathed into man the what? He didn't just say breath. The breath of what? Because God is life. And the devil would love to have you defeated in this world. And Jesus said, I didn't die on the cross. I didn't come down here so you can have a defeated life. Well, come on, say the essence of God is life. Jesus said, John 14 and 6 says what? I am the way, what? The truth and the what? Life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you what? Life and death. Blessing and cursing, therefore what? Do you all see what's happening? God said, I have set before you death and life. And watch this. 
He gives you a test and he gives you the answer. It's your choice, but here is the answer. Choose life. He's, he's saying it's fixed. <laughs> Choose life. He's telling you. Choose blessing. You, you, can, you can go astray or you can go with God. And he is saying, choose God. He's saying, I put before you free choice. I'm, I'm closing on this. Get it in your mind. I, I've set before you, God said, I've given you the choice. But choose life. What he's saying, choose me. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. That I have set, in other words, God says, I'm going to use my creation as my witness. And he said, I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants will look. What? Did you all see life again? May live. I want you to look at three people and say, live, live, live. <laughs> Devil is trying to get you to be defeated and, and de de depression is from the enemy. Sadness is a trick of the enemy. I'm coming against that suicide spirit. Yeah, life is hard. Life is overwhelming. Those of you know that even when you think about things, it's, it's overwhelming. It used to be $100,000 was a lot of money. $100,000 is just a common life. Used to be, well, you make 100 grand, you made six figures. No, you, you don't need, you need more than six figures now. And, and, and now it's kind of like you can't go to, go to a job and just retire, get a pension. Now I got to take, now I got the stress of taking care of my own money now. I got to, I got to invest my own money. I got to, I got to buy and trade. That's another burden on you. There, there's so much comes at you raising children in this crazy demonic world. That's a stress. But, but, but the Lord said you cannot have a defeated mind because your strength is in me. And that's why that word of God is so important. The word of God is so important. This is the time now. I'm getting ready to close. You can pray, play me out. That you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. To you. In other words, that you may love the Lord, fall in love with him, obey him, obey his voice. And then it says, cling to him. You know what it is to cling to him? Stick to God. You get something out the dryer, and it's got that static cling. 
know, before I put on my clothes, I got to spray that static guard on my socks because my, my pants will stick to my socks because of static. And God's saying, I want, God said, I want you to stick to me. I, I want you to have static to, that, that, that means uh, everything that happens, I'm consulting God. God said, today I want to pray for the minds of the people. That, that you won't have a defeated mind in life. The stress of life, the, 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 the ill wills of life. Uh, uh, as you get older, you get, you get health challenges and, and financial problems and, and, and marital problems and children problems and it can, it can bombard you. But he was saying, I've given you everything you need for life and godliness. I've given you everything you need. That's my, that's my message. Everything you need for life and godliness. Everything you need for life and godliness. Come on, say everything you need. And keep that renewing of the mind. That means it's not a one-step process. Every day my mind must be renewed. Every day my mind, I'm renewing. Renewing. I'm, renew, I'm, I'm rethinking life. I'm, I'm rethinking life. If my, if my mind does not line up with the word of God. I've got to rethink those things because you it's kind of like a dirty file cabinet. You ever, you ever get so busy, you get unorganized, you just stuff all over your desk. A few, few weeks ago, everything was over my desk, and I didn't know where anything was. So a lot of stuff goes into your mind, go into your mind, and sometimes the mind doesn't know where to point to. <laughs> and... And, and a lot of bad decisions come out because you have so much clutter in the mind. And God's saying, we're going to rethink the mind. Everybody's standing. This is not completed. This is just a start. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. It's kind of like this. You ever wanted something you didn't want to wait, so you settled? You ever wanted something you didn't want to wait, so you settled? Uh, uh, this will be out in six months. I don't want to wait six months. So you settle for something less. And people are settling for something that God is saying, if you just wait on me. They that wait Kay, Kaylee is, she, she will say, I want a nut, I want a nut, I want a nut, I want a nut. 
Okay, she likes cashews. I, she just, she eats what I eat because she's always with me. I like cashews. And she'll say, I want a nut. She'll, she'll keep, she just wants it right away. She, she, okay, I'll get it to you. I want a nut. I want a nut. I'll get it to you in a minute. I want a nut. 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 She don't know the concept of wait. And then we get that same mentality and we, God's saying, wait. Wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And when you hold out for the best. So I want to pray for the minds. Um, can you give First Lady a mic? I'm going to ask her to help me pray for the minds. I'm going to pray for a renewing of the mind or a different mindset. I'm praying against uh, praying against the mind to do wrong, the mind to give up, the mind of suicide. I'm praying against suicide. I'm, I'm praying against that defeated mind, that, that mind that life is so hard, and the mind of all I do is have trouble. I'm playing against that defeated mind. Playing against that cultural mind. If you want, if you want to agree with me on prayer, come to the altar. The Lord is going to change minds today. You know, I, I, I say this, I say this story all the time. I say this all the time. And because some things just just stick with me. Y'all remember most of y'all don't remember that. But at three o'clock, the banana splits used to come on on channel fifty. No, before we had cable. We had we had two, seven, four, nine, and fifty. So, so the banana splits would come on. Right after Bill Kennedy, the banana splits would come on. I know, well, it, it did. I'm 57. And the banana splits was a variety show that, that used to show different cartoons. And one of these cartoons was Gulliver's Travels. And do y'all remember that one, I forgot his name, but he would, he would glup. Glump, that's his name. See, somebody remember. But, but I used to, I, I tell you this all the time because it, it would just, I would just get, I would just laugh. He would be running from trouble and he would be saying, we'll never make it. I know we won't. We're doomed. And I would, I would just get, a, I would just get, I would just laugh because here he is running from trouble, but his mind kept saying, we'll never make it. I know we won't. We're doomed. And people in life have that same defeated mind. No matter what God does, they still think, I'll never make it. I'm doomed. I'm not the right color. Things don't work out. Everything always going wrong in my life. And that is not the mind that God wants you to have. That is not the mind that God wants you to have. 
cannot live life with a defeated mind. And even when God is protecting you, you're still saying, I'll never make it. Hold your head up. Mar Marvin, Marvin Winans would say, square your shoulders. Marvin Wine would say, hold your head up and square your shoulders. And say, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm making it through this. I'm coming out. Bow that head. You can live abundantly. You can live for Christ. You can live not a defeated life of sin. You can live right in God. Things will work out. I think that's a song. Things will work out. For them that love the Lord. What's that scripture in Romans? For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. I, I just want to prophesy. It will work out. God wants you to live. God wants you to live. And it will work out. Come on, look at somebody and say, God wants you to live. And it will work out. First Lady. Every head bowed as we approach the throne of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. First of all, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is the word of God that transforms our minds. Yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And so we will declare your word. Yes, Lord. We will trust in your word. And we will stand on your word. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke every spirit of give up, every defeated attitude that would come against us to say that we will not make it. Yes, Lord. We will live and not die yes, Lord. and declare the works of the Lord. Yes, Lord. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. We are not only conquerors, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus to him that loved us. And so we will not give up. We rebuke any spirit of suicide, any spirit that would come against us to say that we shall not make it. But in the mighty matchless name of Jesus, you have made us in your fear, in your awe, and in your wonder. And so we glorify you yes, and Lord. praise you. Yes, we Lord. will live. We will live and declare the works of the Lord. We thank you, Father, that your word says that we are blessed in the city. We do not have a defeated mindset. We are blessed in the field. You bless our going out and you bless our coming in. We thank you that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We thank you, Father, you have ordained our steps. You have ordered our steps in your word. And so we stand on the word of God. Renew our mind in the name of Jesus. Give us to think right thoughts. And we will think on those things that are lovely. 
those things that are honorable, those things that have a good report. And if there be any virtue and any praise, we will think on those things. Yes, we say thank you, Father, for the victory. We thank you, Father, for the victory in our mind. Yes, Lord. We rebuke any word curses, any negative words that have been spoken over our lives and over our families, against ourselves or against our children. We rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so we speak the word of God. We speak life over our situation. I am blessed. I am healed. I am delivered. I am saved. I'm more than a conqueror. Greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world. My mind thinks those things that are lovely, those things that are right, those things that are of a good report. And then, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory and praise for the word of God that has gone forth on today. Your word said that it will not return unto you void, but it shall accomplish the purpose that you have sent it. So we thank you, Father, that the word is taking root. We thank you, Father, that you're sending some to water and that we shall see the increase of the Lord some 30 and some 60 and some hundredfold. We clap our hands and give you glory and praise as we stand on the word of God, as we trust in the word of God, as we believe in the word of God, and we give you all praise and thanks. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on and bless him, come on and bless him. Come on, clap those hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't. Don't leave here with a defeated mind. Don't leave here with a defeated mind. Do not leave here with a defeated mind. Have the mindset that with God all things are possible. Have the mindset that I can live right. I can do right. Have the mindset that God is not through with me. I'm pressing toward the mark. Have the mind. I did something one time. I was, um, I was, you know, we get married. We were pinching pennies and getting budget things and going out uh, budgeting things. And I, you know, um, going to Memphis, I would get fifty-one one-dollar bills so I can get in every offering. And it was, it was to the point that I said, you know what? I'm tired of pinching pennies. I said, there will come a time. Some people can, can be blessed and still have the penny-pension mentality. And what I'm saying is, there has to come a time when you say, Lord, I don't think you made me to be like this. So I will not be content in where I am. Or satisfied, not content, satisfied. Because I can be content but not satisfied. But I will not be satisfied. So I'm going to strive. I'm going to strive. When that doctor told me, you got high cholesterol, he wanted to put me on cholesterol medicine at 30 years old, I said, no, 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 you're not. Well, you need this? And I said, no, I'll do it myself. Sometimes we can take the easy way out. 
and have a give up mentality. Instead of taking life by the hands and saying, you know what? I can make some different changes in my life. And I can have a brand new mindset. I went from, I used to drink coffee. I used to drink like 12 cups of coffee every day at work. I gave up caffeine. I was getting a heart palpitation. I gave up caffeine. I haven't, had a, I haven't had a cup of coffee since the age of 30. Lay's potato chip. All the stuff that I was doing wrong, I said, you know what? With the help of the Lord, I can make some changes. I ain't going to eat and die. <laughs> I'm going to eat to live. Now, those are some things I made, some things, you know, I'm not saying it's a sin or not, but... My point was, there were some things that when God has given you the power to overcome, you cannot have a defeated mind and say, you know what, this is just who I am. This is how I am. Sometimes it's going to take some hard work and say, no, you know what, I can do better. Lord, help me. So when you leave here, leave here with a renewed mind. And a renewing mind. It ain't going to happen just, but it will be renewing and renewing by the word of God, by preaching, by teaching, by reading the Bible, by a prayer life, by a different culture, and you watch God change your mind. Come on, tell somebody God is going to change your mind. You can go back to your seats. Come on, clap those hands and praise the name of the Lord.